This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. Hello guys and welcome to Watson Champions League. We have the second leg of the third qualifying round. We have good teams. We had many surprises. So let's analyze this second leg. How are you, Danny? Hi, Edu. I'm really well. Well, this is the penultimate step before the Champions League group stages. There will be the playoff at the end of August. But in this round, in the first qualifying round, we have former Champions League or European Cup winners that they want to book their place in the group stage where it matters. But it won't be easy for them. Let's start. Yeah, it was not easy. We had many surprises uh, last week. So let's go game by game because there is a lot of money to be made in this uh, qualification round of the Champions League. Starting with the first game, Danny, Sheriff Tiraspol, Red Star Belgrade. We were saying last week that uh, Red Star should uh, finish off the leg in uh, Belgrade because they were playing at home. They were big favorites. Sheriff Tiraspol is an unknown team in Europe, but... That didn't happen. Sheriff Tiraspol got a 1-1 draw. So despite this result, even Red Star is favorite to go through. The odds for an away victory are only 2.03. I don't know, Danny, if after seeing the first leg, these two teams already played the two qualification round each. Uh, you think that Red Star is still the favorite or the team from Moldova can uh, surprise everyone and qualify for the playoff? No, I think Red Star is still the favorite because they got more quality on the pitch and I'm referring also to last year campaign in the Europa League when they did really well. Let's not forget how they dominated uh, the Serbian League and also won the Serbian uh, Cup. But you're right, uh, Sheriff surprised uh, Red Star. In the end, uh, both teams could have won. It was a very open game. They had chances uh, right till the end. Uh, the visitors, and let's not forget the Red Star were playing with 10 Men because Kenga was sent off around uh, the hour mark. I think uh, um, we also saw the limits of Sheriff Tiraspol. Let's not forget this is a team that never uh, qualified for the group stages of the Champions League, uh, struggle even to qualify for the Europa League. Sheriff uh, looked rugged at the back. Uh, they looked sloppy. Uh, and uh, Red Star could have capitalized a little bit more. Uh, but let's not forget also Sheriff are a quick team. They can they can play on the counter attack, and uh, the away goals don't count anymore in the Champions League this season in Europe at mm. all. So the one-one it's a, leaves a very open game. It could also be nil-nil, and then they'll go to extra time. So they'll both have to uh, go for it. Uh, they come on a decent form. Red Star won one-nil at the weekend. Uh, Sheriff won seven-one against uh, Dinamo Auto, which is not a brand of uh, automobile, but is a team from uh, Tiraspol. Seven-one in a, in the little derby there of the Moldovan. Uh, capital, but I think Dejan Stankovic man uh, should be able to finish the job away. So there is good odds, as you can see, Red Star to win 2.03. A huge thing, what you mentioned, there is no away goal uh, thing in Europe anymore. So they, this is going to be a crucial game. And if there is a draw, they will go to extra time. Then we have a, a very interesting one. We said it last week and even it's going to be probably more interesting after seeing the result in uh, Hungary, Slavia Prague, Ferenbaros, because Ferenbaros 
took the lead. They won two nil, an own goal and a penalty gave them the advantage in uh, this tie. Now, Slavia Prague, they are huge favorites because as we were saying in many other videos, this is a team that they've been doing great things uh, in the previous years. But also last season, they were kicked out of the preview of the Champions League against Mistilan and probably they are making the same mistake uh, this season, whereas Ferenbaros, they were able actually to qualify last season in the Champions League and they are showing also that they have a project. Uh, Dani, odds very low for Slavia Prague to win this game. Odds 1.5, of course, they need a three goals margin to qualify. You can understand why the pressure is on uh, Tripskovsky's men. They play at home. They need to get the result and they need to win by a huge margin in order to qualify. They were stunned at the Ferenc Pushkas Arena. Unbelievable atmosphere in Budapest, the same as we saw uh, during European uh, games. Uh, obviously, the public there in full capacity. And we are, it has to be said that Ferenc Baros were a touch lucky because uh, they were on the back foot for most of the first half. Uh, then they took the lead thanks to uh, the on goal from uh, Kacharaba. The same defender then gifted the penalty on the 15 minutes and uh, Ferenc Baros ran away uh, with the victory. Uh, what can we say? We say, of course, that uh, Slavia has got a, a, had a week to rest because the game against the Sigma Olomouc has been uh, postponed. So they got that extra rest to focus on the game. They left to do it without uh, Peter Sedchik in midfield, quite influential. He was substituted after 25th, 25th minutes, and I think that's where um, Slavia Prague lacked a little bit of uh, consistency in the middle of the field. Uh, really interesting to see the selection from uh, Tripskoski, whether Abdallah Sima and Peter Olainka, who were really important in the last few seasons for Slavia Prague, will uh, play. And now let's look at the stats, which will probably tell you where I'm going with my tip. Uh, Slavia only lost one European game in the last 37 and that was against Arsenal uh, last season when they were played out of, out of the park. But Ferenc Varos, the Hungarian champions, they're undefeated in the last 14 games in all competition, and they score at least two goals in 11 on the last 12 away games. So Ferenc Varos are usually decent on the road. So a strong team at home that needs to go for the win a good team that will not only defend the lead, but try to get the key goal, both to score 2.08. All right, let's see if uh, Slavia Prague can make a comeback. A comeback was made by Shakhtar Donis in the first leg against uh, Ghent because the Belgian team took the lead, but then Tetean Patrick scored the goals for Shakhtar Donis, a team that lost actually in the weekend in the Ukrainian league against uh, Alexandria. Uh, this is a classic of the Champions League and after winning also the first leg, Danny, they are also favourite to win in the second leg against Genk. This is the game I watched uh, more attentively because I'm fascinated by the, the Zerbi project. There are Shakhtar, they were the better team in Belgium for large parts of the game. You can already see the blueprint from the Zerbi building from the back, dominating the possession, 
quick overlaps on the wings and they did a lot of damage especially on the right hand side with uh, Dodo but it was the changes that the Zerbi brought in in the second half when they were 1-0 behind uh, bringing Alan Patrick who scored the second one Ismaili who assisted Alan Patrick for the second goal on the left hand side that really changed the game uh, Shakhtar started pushing a little bit higher didn't allow Gank so much space on the wings and in the end I think they could win even more confidently However, Genk, uh, be mindful because because um, they are an organized team. Uh, they are hard to beat. Uh, as I said, they are very good on the wings. They can exploit some of the weaknesses sometimes that that Zerbi teams leaves in the wide spaces, especially with the Japanese Ito who provided the assist for Onwachu. He kept scoring. This is a Nigerian striker. The last. Year, the last year score uh, 35 uh, goals. So, um, you know, they could trouble Shakhtar defense. Obviously, they need to go for the two goals margin because uh, the away goals, you know, doesn't, doesn't count anymore. Uh, Genk won 2-1 away this weekend. They were losing. Then they, got, they, then they got back into winning position. But their defense is the weakest spot. They already conceded 11 in five official games so far. I saw the Shakhtar being quite dominating. Maybe they were a touch unlucky. Uh, Shakhtar to score in both fouls, 2.5. Mm -hmm. Ahmed is asking us uh, that uh, he cannot understand if the away goal doesn't count anymore. Why is Slavia Prague need at least three goals? Well, they lost 2-0. If they win 2-0, they will go to extra time, then penalties. So, actually, to qualify and win, they need at least uh, three goals. But without conceding, without, without conceding, 3-1 extra time. 3-1, they go to extra, extra time. time. So, forget extra. about the, the away goals. They don't exist anymore. Exactly. This uh, is over in Europe, something that uh, many people were asking, actually. Then we have uh, Monaco Sparta Prague. Monaco is one of these teams that they must uh, qualify to the group stages coming, of course, from the French League. They started to play in the French League in the weekend, uh, but they didn't start uh, well. It was a draw at home against uh, Nantes. Uh, remember that Monaco, they won in Prague 0-2 to Chamenian and Volant. So they are very, very close uh, to qualify for the next round. We said it in the previous video, Danny, that Monaco was really favorite. It was a better team than Sparta Prague, a team that is being overplayed also by their uh, neighbors, Slavia, in the Czech League. Although they are doing good in the domestic competition this season, three games, three victories, but this is a lot to ask, I guess, in the Louis de Stadium. Monaco favorites to win. Also, the second leg, 1.5. It was the first time that Sparta Praga failed to score so far this season, four wins and a defeat for uh, the Czech team because they face a team that's got much more quality, better players all over the park and they show that. I think it was an, an accomplished uh, performance from Monaco. They look comfortable. I think they could have scored even more. Uh, and, you know, in the end, uh, the difference of the players on the pitch, people like uh, Golovin, who gave the assist, were obviously uh, key. So, Nico Kovac uh, is in his second season there. I think he's leaving already a uh, quite important mark. Let's see what they do into the next round. This is the one that probably is the easiest 
uh, bet if you go for the outright market you can see uh, the quotes are very low uh, Monaco had over 10 shots on target in the first leg they come from the back of a 1-1 uh, draw in Ligue 1 against uh, Nantes Sparta Praga won their domestic game 2-0 El Rosek the 19 years old opened the scoring we said probably is the most uh, dangerous player for uh, the Czech but you know if you want to find some value on this one probably you need to look for the first half market you know you go the outright market go and select first half second half you find usually higher odds Monaco to win the first half that doubles your money 2.05 mm -hmm. then we go to Denmark we have uh, Miss Dylan PSV, what is going on with PSV in this start of the season? They thrashed uh, Miss Dylan also in the first leg, 3-0 with Gotze scoring, but even in the weekend, they beat 0-4 Ajax in the Dutch uh, Super Cup. Yeah. Remember that they were coming also for an impressive result in the previous round against uh, Galatasaray. So we have actually good odds for PSV to win again in Denmark, which is not easy, as uh, Miss Tillan, we said that last season they were competitive actually in Europe. Uh, odds 2.2 for PSV to win again, a team that is basically, I guess, Danny qualified for the next round. Absolutely. And Miss Gilland, uh, as we said previously, against uh, Celtic, uh, they were good because they stayed in the game for a long time, but over the two legs for 70, 80 minutes, they were by far the worst team. They should have been uh, put away by Celtic, who had so many chances in the first leg, in the second leg also to close the tie, and they didn't. And then in the end, Miss Gillen uh, go back to uh, to the game and won it and qualify also thanks to the fact that Celtic was playing a very inexperienced uh, backline. With PSV, was very uh, different because they played an experienced team uh, with a lot of quality. And as you said, they are in great forms, especially the English striker uh, Maudek, already four goals in four games. He scored against uh, Ajax two goals at the weekend. He opened the scoring against uh, Miss Gilland uh, too. Um, the Norwegians had zero shots on targets uh, playing at the Philips Stadium in Eindhoven. Uh, PSV had many chances to uh, round up the scoring. So next for PSV is going to be either Benfica or Spartak Moscow, so probably uh, the Portuguese because they won 2-0 the first leg. That's going to be a really, really, really good tie uh, to watch. However, uh, for Midgieland, I think the route into the Europa League shouldn't be too difficult for a team that, let's not forget, last year they held their own in a tough group in the Champions League against Liverpool, Atalanta and Ajax. They were never trashed. Uh, so it's a team that is gaining international experience, has got some interesting players like Evander, the Brazilian, Pionesisto used to play for uh, the Danish team. They won 4-1 at the weekend, Midgillan in the Norwegian League. They even rested a couple of players. I think this is going to be a game where also PSV are going to rest players as well, because now obviously the, the games come thick and fast, especially in this busy August. Uh, there isn't great value on a PSV Eindhoven because I think, again, the motivations might not be there. Uh, the draw it could be appealing, but uh, maybe let's go for an open game in the second half where both could score. So both to score in the second half, that triple your money, three. That's the odd. Mm -hmm. 
Then let's go to Bulgaria, Ludogorets Olympiakos. We saw one of the surprises of the first leg in the draw. 1-1 in Athens and Olympiakos were, were actually kind of lucky because they scored the equalizer at the end of the game. It was Camara, so 1-1 uh, result here. Uh, Olympiakos, despite that uh, draw, they are still favourites to go through and even to win this game in Bulgaria, odds 2.5 for them. The, the Bulgarian league uh, already started. Two games and two victories for Ludo Gores, uh, Olympiacos. We saw them in the Champions League, not yet in the Greek league. Danny, you also think, as we said at the beginning with Red Star, that Olympiacos should do the homework away? It should be the, the pedigree, the Olympiacos. The European pedigree that counts in the end, but it's true. This was a big surprise. I think uh, watching the game of Olympiacos, they need to improve dramatically the way they play. They did not play the best football, but if they do with the quality of players uh, like El Arabi, like uh, Balbuena, Villa, should be enough to beat uh, Ludogorets. A uh, lot of possession. If you look at the stats for Olympiacos in the first game, not enough chances. Uh, probably they lack a little bit of game time. The fact that is said. That was the first competitive game of the season. It is already so important. In the first 45 minutes, for example, Olympiacos didn't have any uh, shot on target. In the end, they were saved by uh, Agibu Kamara, who came on as a substitute and scored in the last minutes of the game. But careful, because Ludo Goretz knew how to exploit the weaknesses of Olympiacos, especially at the back. They could have won it in the very last minute with uh, the spot of who is the best player uh, by uh, far. It could be an open game. Uh, the interesting thing is that both teams had a full week to prepare uh, for uh, this game. Ludogorets rested the weekend, so that's going to give them a little advantage maybe over Olympiacos, which I believe they have more quality and uh, they should be on the front foot, so there is a decent odd for them, for the Greeks to take the lead in Bulgaria. Olympiacos to score first, 1.91. Mm -hmm. Another uh, team that was saved in the last minutes of the game was Young Boys. We have a Young Boys uh, Cluj because the Swiss team got the equalizer in the 90 minutes. 1-1 one, one in uh, Romania. Cluj, they won all four games in the Romanian league. And last uh, week we were saying that they actually kind of struggled to beat and to knock down a team like uh, Lincoln from uh, Gibraltar. So we expect yeah. it actually. Young boys to cruise in this uh, round. I guess they already struggling in Romania, so they should win at home. And the bookies actually expect that. We can see now the odds only 1.57 for a home victory here. I think young boys, uh, as I said, we looked them last season and we were impressed with their progresses in the Europa League. Uh, they were scoring a lot of goals, especially the front three, uh, Fasnacht and, and Sameh, who's an absentee uh, this, uh, this, this game. That could be a problem. And Siabacu. Um, but against Cluj, they had... Uh, uh, problems, especially at the beginning, because they conceded very early, then they took control of the game. Uh, they had the game in hand, but they couldn't uh, capitalize. And actually, the goal came only in the uh, 93rd uh, minutes. Uh, Cluj, 
started the link strongly, I must say, but they lost one nil away at the weekend. So they are in the mix uh, for regaining the title of uh, Romanian champions. Uh, last year, let's not forget, these two teams met and ended 1-1 in, in the Europa League, 1-1 in Romania and 2-1 in a tense, decisive match in uh, Switzerland. They finished with uh, three red cards and then young boys scoring two in extra time to qualify from the next round of the Europa League. I still think the Swiss got more quality, uh, more firepower. Uh, there is an Asian handicap minus one for young boys which i like 1.96 so let's not forget if they win with one goal margin you don't lose your stake you get your money back if they win with two goals margin or more you win 1.96 mm -hmm. then from switzerland we go to portugal and we have one of the biggest uh, clubs in this uh, round, uh, European champions, Benfica, Spartak, Moscow. Benfica won 2 nil in uh, the Russian capital. Rafa Silva and Gilberto uh, scored. And they also started the Portuguese league uh, with a victory the past weekend, 1-2 against uh, Moreirense. Similar odds as young boys, Danny, around 1.5 for Benfica, also winning this second leg against a team like Spartak, Moscow that they didn't even started the Russian league with the right foot, only three points in three games, including a defeat in the weekend. Yeah, against Nizhny Novgorod, 2-1. Uh, the good news for Spartak is that Ezekiel Ponce is back. He was uh, with the Argentinian team at the Tokyo Olympics. He came back, he scored the weekend. They lost, but I think they need that creativity, that spark, that engine in midfield to dive them through. It is... Uh, a team that struggles uh, for goals. Their main man is Shobolev, who uh, plays for Russia. We didn't really see much of him at the Euros either. And in fact, that was shown in the first leg in Moscow. They didn't trouble uh, Benfica uh, that much. Uh, it took a little while to Benfica uh, for get going. In the first half, they were a little bit sluggish. Then in the second half, uh, they came out of the block a little bit better. And obviously, uh, they scored the, the two goals. Uh, credit to them because they were without the main man. Uh, Haris Seferovic, who got injured after 25 minutes, and maybe Seferovic might be on his way to Rome. Talking about a little bit of transfer market, if Jago goes to Inter, Rome is looking for another big striker. The Swiss could be on the card, but the fact that he's injured and maybe potentially might move away, that could be the debut for the Ukrainian Roman Yeremenchuk, uh, who plays who last year played for Bruges, and we saw decent striker at the Euros as well. So Benfica have got firepower, even if uh, Seferovic leaves. Uh, Benfica are in a very good moment. They were unbeaten in pre-season. Uh, they won the weekend, as you mentioned, against Moerence. They were playing actually with 10 men because Diego Gungalves uh, saw red card in the second half. Um, They're very good at home, at lose. They only lost one of the last 19 games at home. So it will be really a catastrophe if they don't qualify for this round to face PSV in the next uh, round. But uh, it could be a slow game, I think, a slow start, similar to the first uh, to the first leg. So under 2.5 goals, 2.30. Mm -hmm. Then we go to Poland, Legia, Barso, Dinamo, Zagreb, another uh, surprise. 
actually in the first leg because we saw one one so everything is very open now in the polish uh, capital still dinamo zagreb they are favorites to win the game 2.21 we place them as big favorites actually to qualify in this tie danny because last season they surprised us in the europa league knocking out tottenham and we expected at least to easy beat Legia Varsova, I think that uh, they are not doing great in Europe actually in the last years and uh, well they already uh, won two um, qualification rounds against Flora Tajin and Bodo Glim but we didn't expect that much about the Polish team you can see also a surprise here or again as we said in a couple of games before uh, Dinamo Zagreb uh, doing what uh, they didn't do at home uh, away this is really on a knife edge. I think this is the most difficult one uh, to judge because, you know, Dinamo Zagreb uh, is a team that now has qualified four times in the last seven years for uh, the Champions League group stages and they play a Legia team that instead only qualified in the, in the group stage the last time was in 2016. But if we look at the way uh, the game developed in Zagreb, both teams had a lot of chances. Dinamo had many chances to make it to nil. The manager said they should have won the game easily. In the end, they let the door open and Leja were so equalized uh, with uh, one of the few strike strikes in the in the in the second in the second half. It's also true that Dinamo started the league very slowly this season, so they are not in a great form. Only four points out of nine. But mm -hmm. if you look at their strikers and their attack, uh, you know, they are a force. They should be, they should be feared. You know, 36 goals in the last 13 games, the like of Orsic, we saw it also at the Euros, Ivanushek and Gavranovic, the uh, Swiss. In, um, however, Legia this year in this calendar year 2021 only lost one game at home. So we're looking at team that is quite strong when he plays at home and uh, they are rested at the weekend they didn't have a game so that's also something that could help them to focus in a massive price there's gonna be a lot of spectators in Poland it's quite a hot atmosphere we know at the stadium of uh, Legia uh, Warsaw so um, I'm gonna be cautious it's very difficult to pick the outright market it's very difficult to the first half, second half, maybe both to score, you could go for that. But I think uh, these are teams that are going to go for it. They're going to be plenty of goals. So if you go on the goals market and you select first half, you can go over one goal in the first half. That pays 209. So if the first half ends nil-nil, you've lost your money. I'm sorry. But if you, if in the first half there is one nil, you get your money back. If there is a one-one or two-nil, you you can have two on it. So you're a little bit covered there. Mm -hmm. Two clubs with uh, really hot supporters. Oh my God, you mentioned when uh, Legia Barça was in the Champions League for the last time. I remember when they come to Madrid, they met uh, quite a mess around the stadium with the supporters. Legia half and the last game, we have Rangers Malmo. Rangers, they were this close to a disaster, but Davis scored in the 90 minutes, so they got a 2-1 result in Sweden. They are still alive, and with 1-0, they go to extra time. Remember, Rangers, that they also lost in the weekend in uh, the Scottish League against uh, Dundee United, although... Danny, the odds uh, show us that the Rangers, they are still favorites. Uh, Steven Gerrard's men to win this game, odds 1.62 against a team like Malmo, that they are on top of the Swedish league. 
already many, many games. They've uh, played a lot already this season. I guess, I hope, no, because I really like Rangers. I mean, Scottish teams are always uh, very nice to watch that they can uh, qualify and they can turn this around in the second leg. Well, how wrong I was in my previous video, because I said, great Rangers, you know, they're going to walk the league this year, unbeatable, they lost 2-1, and actually they lose two games in four days. They lost also in the Scottish League after 41 games at the weekend. What happened in Sweden was that Malmo looked like a team that has already played 10, 12 competitive games against a team that played no competitive games. They were just more, more to it, they got more rhythm, uh, they got more pace, they were more focused, I think, as well. And that paid off also because it's a Malmo team that compared to last season, uh, they strengthened their attacking uh, options as well. Uh, however, they let the goal in in the end, the 95th minute with uh, Stephen Davis, and that's what keeps Rangers' hopes alive. Um, I think, uh, I won't be wrong if I say... This is the biggest game for uh, Steven Gerrard during his uh, uh, manager spell at Rangers in the last uh, three years and a half, because uh, this is really where they need to overcome a deficit. They need to prove that they are a European team. They got the European pedigree, which they have shown in the last few years in the Europa League. They have beaten some of the good elite team from the Europa League, but this is a step uh, forward. And let's not forget, obviously, they left the other knockout stage to uh, negotiate. Um, I think um, what happened at the weekend when they lost against Dundee United is that they were put under pressure. Uh, they were pressed really high. Uh, they lack a little bit of energy, a little bit of enthusiasm. They look like a team that was expecting things to happen for them just out of magic. They seem a little bit uh, distracted, you know, maybe also some players returning from abroad, not very not fully fit, like the Colombian Morelos. He's the, he was the main man last year. He's been the main man for many years, uh, but uh, he was, he looked, he didn't look very fit. So let's see if he start and because Rangers need to be much more threatening in the final third this time against uh, Malmo. Uh, so I think they're going to start strongly. So I think maybe they're going to probably, they're going to score for first, first, but I'm going to leave this one for Mayaka in a second. Rangers to win to nil, 2.90. Mm, let's see then if uh, Steven Gerrard can qualify Glasgow Rangers finally for the Champions League group stage. Although, remember, there is still another qualification round, a playoff before the group stage. Then, Danny, you just mentioned your ACA. So, let's see what you have with these 10 games we have this week in Europe. First act of the season, hopefully. Let's start with the win. That will be amazing. So, then I can settle for the rest of the season. Red start to qualify. Malmo. Uh, sorry. Red, red, let's start again. Red start, red start to qualify. Monaco, clean shit. Young boys win. Legia, Dinamo, Zagreb, both to score. And as I mentioned before, Rangers to take the lead. Total odds, 14.90. All right. And then we can uh, pay a lunch by the sea. In this month of August, where we have already football back in Europe, starting with the Champions League that we all love. Then, Danny, thank you very much. Time to enjoy the sea and the summer. And you. see you very soon again with the Champions League and Serie A. Thanks, everyone, also for watching, for commenting. And don't forget, of course, to click on the like and subscribe if you enjoy our videos so we can make uh, many, many, many more and help you placing your bets.
See you very soon. And Ciao, Edu. Ciao. Ciao, ciao. Speak soon. Bye-bye.